Clear and chilly, 30s and low 40s out the door. We have another frost advisory until 9 a.m. Today will be sunny. Look for highs near 64. I'm Mark Prell. Good morning from the KRCB Sonoma County Newsroom. Here's your first news for Wednesday, February 28th, 2024. School districts around Sonoma County are facing a tough financial future with layoffs looming as a likely outcome from shrinking budgets. Santa Rosa's City School Board is considering a deep cut to the number of elementary and high school district teaching staff at their board meeting this evening. Nearly 85 full-time positions within the district are on the chopping block, though future funding forecasts will determine the exact number of staff to be cut. It's another blow to the ailing district, which has faced heavy scrutiny after high-profile instances of violence on its campuses, including a fatal stabbing one year ago at Montgomery High. Open session at tonight's Santa Rosa City School Board meeting starts at 6 p.m. The bright pastel walls still exude optimism at Social Advocates for Youth, known as SAY. That's the Santa Rosa nonprofit providing supportive housing and meals to at-risk youth. But today, a lack of activity at the facility tells a different story. After officials with the organization could not be reached by phone or email, KRCB News visited the campus Tuesday to find a skeleton staff, and the only person willing to speak, a security guard, says the offices on Summerfield Road are basically closed. One apparent employee, seated at a desk behind locked doors in the administration building, directed us to a rear door twice, saying to meet there, but never appeared. Sherry Cardo is a spokesperson for the County Department of Health Services, which distributes funds and oversees nonprofit agencies. She tells KRCB News that county officials and nonprofit agencies performing similar work, including West County Services, COTS, Catholic Charities, and the Hanna Center, are meeting and communicating regularly to offer beds and other resources to the youth formerly served by SAY. No one is going to be left adrift, she says in an email to KRCB News. Hillsburg Historic Train Depot has long been eyed as a new home for Smart's sole stop. That's when the North Bay's commuter train line is eventually extended north. KRCB's Noah Abrams has more. Soon enough, you could be hopping on and off at Hudson Street, a.k.a. the depot. It's been the imagined anointed destination since Smart's early days, and revival of the Hudson Street Depot is getting closer, something Smart General Manager Eddie Cummings says hasn't always been a guarantee. A year, year and a half ago, people were saying we were never going to make it to Hillsburg, but I don't think anybody thinks that today. Cummings and others at the transit agency favor a downtown station just a block west of the Hillsburg. Plaza. An accessibility case could be made for that location because the Hudson Street Depot is just under a half mile from downtown Hillsburg via the Foss Creek Pathway, an estimated 7 to 10 minute walk. But a recent decision by Hillsburg City Council directing staff to focus on the Hudson Street location all but locks in the old train depot as the planned smart station. There's a lot of data that we just don't have to prove a different alternative than what has already been researched, studied, vetted through the community, baked into our general plans, everything else. That's Healdsburg Mayor David Hegele. In the short term, a Hudson Street Depot station would spare the heavily trafficked five-way roundabout along Healdsburg Avenue and other intersections in the city from new rail crossings. But as Healdsburg's Public Works Director Larry Zimmer notes, Eventually, SMART will be going to Cloverdale and all of those crossings will, will be implemented in the future. Zimmer also says 
existing plans to use the Hudson Street Depot as a transit hub. As envisioned isn't feasible at this time. According to Zimmer, route accessibility and efficiency are the two main issues preventing bus connections to the Hudson Street Depot. Councilmember Ron Edwards says what he has seen so far hasn't been in support for a downtown station. I need to hear those stories. I need to, to know who they are, hear from them, because yeah. I haven't at this point. Noah Abrams, KRCB, Sonoma County News. Thank you, Noah. President Joe Biden's administration is announcing funding to expand renewable energy access on Native American reservations and in other rural areas. The $366 million plan will fund solar, battery storage, and hydropower projects. The administration says it wants to address high electricity costs and power outages in remote areas. The funding comes from a $1 trillion infrastructure law that Biden signed in 2021. Biden administration officials met Tuesday with tribal leaders to discuss clean energy projects at a summit in Southern California. The projects span across 20 states and involve 30 tribes. They include $30 million to provide energy derived from plants to wildfire-prone communities in the Sierra Nevada. You're listening to Sonoma County First News. Now more in our ongoing coverage of the March 5th primary election. The District 3 seat on the Sonoma County Board of Supervisors is contested. Santa Rosa City School Board member Omar Medina is challenging incumbent supervisor Chris Corsi. Corsi served on Santa Rosa's City Council and was a longtime reporter and columnist at the Santa Rosa Press Democrat. He was first elected to the board in 2020. Corsi spoke with KRCB's Noah Abrams about his re-election campaign and what he sees as major issues in Sonoma County. You're the incumbent in this seat. Why do you think folks should stay the course? I think people should stay the course because I've been doing the work for the last three years now, four years by the time I'm done with this term, and the work is not finished. I've focused on issues such as homelessness, affordable housing, addressing some of the cost of living inequities that we have throughout the county, climate action projects. None of these are issues that can be solved in four years. I came to the board with the experience of being mayor of Santa Rosa prior to this job. I think it's important to have a good relationship between the cities and the county, and I work on that every day, too. Speaking of homelessness, you know, is that what you'd put as sort of the number one challenge, housing and homelessness facing your district? Yes, because it's connected to so many other other issues, including mental health, substance abuse, cost of living inequities, homelessness and housing are the most difficult issues that we face. They're not issues where I get to go around spiking the football and saying, solve that one, bring on the next one. It's hard work that has to get done every day. Obviously, there will be some turnover on the board with Supervisor Gorin retiring. What do you think about what that'll hold for the future? Well, I think that's to be determined. Rebecca Hermosillo, I believe, is going to win in the 1st District. Look forward to working with her. She has my endorsement in that race. The Board of Supervisors doesn't have a whole lot of turnover, but I think it's healthy that it does. Part of the reason I ran in 2000. Thinking back to then, I'm sure there was one or two things that you kind of picked out as major goals for you when you ran and things that you wanted to address. Uh, Is there anything that's changed? Well, so much has changed since early March of 2020. I think it was about a week after I was elected that the pandemic started. The change in our life started just a week after I was elected. 
that pretty much changed the agenda for me when I came when I came to the board in January of 2021. County was in the the depths, the hardest part of the the pandemic. We were doing a lot of equity work to make sure that the response to the pandemic was throughout our entire community. No matter where you lived, you got the benefit of the good things that we were doing. By the end of 2021, my district changed with the redistricting process that we went through and and that the county goes through every 10 years. When I was elected, I did not represent Southwest Santa Rosa. Now I do, and that's about 40% of my district. There are a lot of needs there. It's the district with the lowest median income, the highest number of immigrants, the highest number of Spanish-speaking people, the youngest population. So my focus had to change with that, and it has changed. I'm happy to represent a part of the county that needs the services that the county has to offer on a daily basis. I didn't get into this job because I wanted to maintain status quo. I want to serve the needs that have been unmet for way too long. You having been on the board, what are some things you would show to people as achievements or victories that you've had in the past four years there? Well, I'll start with our homeless count from last year. Homelessness was down 22% in Sonoma County. A lot of people don't believe that because it doesn't look like that when you look out on the streets. But we have fewer families who are homeless, fewer veterans who are homeless. The folks that we see on the street are some of the hardest people to, to help out of homelessness. And that's why I want to keep going is to is to continue our work on that. Another big accomplishment is the funding of the Roseland Village project. It's a housing project. It's a affordable housing project. It's a central plaza in the middle of Roseland. That has been something that the county has promised that neighborhood for more than 10 years. And I expect it to break ground in May of this year. But again, as I told you, my priorities are some of the hardest things to work on. I can't declare that I've solved the affordable housing situation. I can't declare that the cost of living is not a serious problem for a lot of people, a lot of wage earners in in Sonoma County. I want to continue to work on those issues. That was KRCB's Noah Abrams speaking with Sonoma County District 3 Supervisor Candidate and current incumbent Chris Corsi. And a note to our listeners, in the races we've covered, we've reached out to all candidates requesting interviews and allotting roughly equal airtime. As of yesterday afternoon, Sonoma County 3rd District Supervisor Candidate Omar Medina has not participated in a requested interview with KRCB. Medina did take part in a Sonoma County League of Women Voters Candidate Forum, which you can find posted on our elections page at krcb.org. Now this. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, we're taking center stage. Introducing NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of Black-led stories from NPR's podcasts. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. The forecasters are warning of a major winter storm in Northern California by week's end, one that will likely cause blizzard conditions in the mountains. Meteorologist Bill Rash with the National Weather Service says the storm is anticipated to start late tomorrow and last into early Sunday. During that time, we are expecting significant snow. We're talking 5 to 10 feet of type snow above 3,000 feet, combined with uh, wind gusts over 50 miles an hour. He says it's a cold system, so snow is expected to reach as low as the 2,000-foot level as well. As for rain? No major rain impacts are expected in the valley 
anywhere from a half inch to an inch and a half through the valley. A winter storm watch for the greater Lake Tahoe area starts early tomorrow morning. During that local weather, chilly outside, another frost advisory until 9 a.m. We do have a sunny day on the way, though. Look for highs near 64. Tonight, we'll see increasing clouds. Lows around 47. Tomorrow, plan for rain and breezy conditions. Winds will be from the south-southwest, gusting to 34 miles per hour with highs near 56. Friday, rain, then showers with possible afternoon thunder. We'll see highs near 54. On Saturday, rain tapers off into the afternoon. Still a slight chance of thunder showers. Look for highs near 50. On Sunday, we're back to sunshine, but only in the low 50s. Then overnight lows, they'll start climbing up into the 40s through the weekend. For today, a few clouds at the coast. Winds from the west-northwest, just 10 to 15 at the beaches. Bodega Bay reaching 58 later. Cloverdale, the warm spot today. You'll see 67 for a high. Hillsburg, uh, 64. Windsor and Forestville, 65. Grayton and Sebastopol, 64. Guerneville, 63. Petaluma and Sonoma climbed to 65 and 64 on the way for Santa Rosa. Well, thanks for starting your day with us. We are your local member-supported public radio newsroom. You can become a member at krcb.org. And that's where you'll find more local reporting, plus any updates to the stories you just heard. And join us for Morning Edition and All Things Considered for more North Bay News coverage weekday mornings and afternoons on KRCB 104.9. From Sonoma County's NPR station, I'm Mark Prell. Stay safe out there and have yourself a good day.